This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. You ready, Scotty? Oh, yeah. I'm in a great mood today. No, perfect. Well, 100-year-old tortoise sex (laughs) god retires after making 800 species-saving babies. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's hot, and that is bananas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bananas. I'm your host, Kurt Brownoller. And I'm the other one, Scotty Landis. Kurt, how was your week? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling excited. Uh, in case you guys, uh, it's your first time listening, this is a podcast all about strange news, mm-hmm. uh, fascinating uh, absurdity of our world, mm-hmm. and we have a, a fantastic guest to bring on. I'm oh, yeah. so excited about her. You might have seen her on Carol's Second Act, <laughs> which I wanted to call like Mustard's Last Stand, but it's definitely Carol's Second <laughs> Act. Uh, she's got a Netflix 15-minute that you can check out. Uh, also, her podcast, Goody Goody. Please, mm. welcome to the show, one of the funniest and most <clears throat> enjoyable people to be around in comedy, Sabrina Jaylees. Oh are you? my gosh, I didn't know you were going to do a sincere thing at the end. I love that. Yeah, Thank you so much. It's so, uh, you know, I feel starstruck. I love bananas. I love you guys. Mm. The fact that you've come together for a potassium filled podcast. I'm That's honored us. to be a part of it. Bow, bow, bow. A really quick pop quiz just to see who I'm dealing with. The yes. letter for the element potassium is? K. P-T. Okay, Scotty's the smart one. <laughs> Kurt's the dum-dum. <laughs> Woohoo! I will take it. What's sad is Kurt is definitely smarter than me, so we're off I to a so. terrible start, but Scotty. I do know my potassium. Scotty, don't, don't cry. His tears were streaming down his cheek as he said that. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It's weird that normally if we were doing this over the phone, we wouldn't have seen that, but no. he revealed himself. Hmm. Uh, um, are you guys ready to hear about this, this story? Tell me yeah, about tell this it. tortoise. Ah. Uh, well, his name's Diego, guys, and there is, and there is definitely a video of him having sex okay. uh, that I did not see until I just rolled down <laughs> to open this up. I don't know why they had to include that. This is from they the Huffington didn't. Post. This was sent to us by a listener, Ella Madison. Ella, thank you for sending this in. Uh, This is a 100-year-old Galapagos Galapagos giant tortoise Mm -hmm. is retiring after helping to save his endangered species by siring some 800 babies. Oh, my God. Uh, Siring means doing so much fuck. Siring is like daddying. Yeah, doinking. Doinking. He doinked 800 babies. Wow. I mean, he he didn't doink the babies, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he doinked the mommies and made the babies um, mm-hmm. I just like the term siring I think that's something we should take And take it from turtles Let's appropriate 
the turtle siring into fucking... I think, I think humans can sire, too. Yeah, you should sire that hoe. <laughs> That's not how I talk about women. I'm talking about a man in that, just so you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course you are. Siring. Uh, so just so you guys know, he was in captivity during mm-hmm. all of this, so he still was having sex in captivity. Mm-hmm. He was one of two male... Uh, they keep referring to it by the Latin name Chilanoidus Hudnesis. Absolutely. That's racist, Kurt. No, yeah. I'm so sorry. You can't say that. <laughs> I said something language. horrible. Wait, how many syllables? Chilahoidus radaroisis? Ch- <laughs> yeah, it's two words. Chilanoidus Hood 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 and, hood and sis. That's what there it looks go. like. Hood hood and sis. And what is the story? Just that this turtle's fucking a lot? And st- <laughs> and that the turtles put out a press release being like, I'd like everyone to know it's I'm, been a hundred years. I'm not fucking I'm no more. I'm slowing down. <laughs> well, he retired. I mean, wouldn't you? Especially 80 plus kids. Oh my, you guys are both parents during this. You know how exhausting it is to have a kid. It's like, or two kids. My God. 800, not 80, 800 babies. And they're I- slow. They're so slow. You. That's what's amazing, too. I'm sure he's that- also playing a big part in parenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just chasing after, after these 800 babies. You know, yeah. when you look at the animal kingdom... Well, you read any facts about animals or stick around long enough in a documentary, you just realize oh, yeah. like this is a planet built on rape. And I, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> those I don't know. Turning if, in. <laughs> I don't know if this is a children's podcast. No, it is no, not. Okay, it is cool. not. okay. So it's just shocking that, um, yeah, it's shocking that that's what's happening constantly. Every you know, every animal study of any animal ends with just like you know a squirrel just trying to get up a fucking tree without another mm. squirrel f- fucking her. There yeah. it is. Um, it really is. And the, I think the duck is, we've talked about the duck on, on this program multiple times, mm. but the fact that the duck has a corkscrew-shaped penis so that yeah. makes every every time they have sex is like much more like rape than seemingly any other animal. Does he have for to cats. spin around? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> oh, shit, Does I hit the side. Let me start again. <laughs> Um, but it does make me think like the turtle sex must be a little bit more consensual because it's yes. so slow moving that it's yes. like, mm-hmm. it's, it's very it really turtles are the only species where you'd be like, girl, you wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> like it <happened> so slow. <laughs> Although actually if you, it's slow to slow can still be fast. Right? That's right. For them. I mean, I mean they live he, at a hundred years old, he's retiring and he's still going to live for up to 30 years, and he could continue to have sex. So when they say he's retiring, it means he's get, he's get, he gets to go back to the Galapagos Islands. Oh, how go. happy are all those female turtles? Just like, that, ugh, Diego's fucking gone. out of there. Just Thank nasty you. to be like, well, daughter, it, you're, you're <laughs> eight years old. Time to reproduce. Diego? <laughs> Diego, you're just like a hundred year old man. Or it goes the other way. It sounds like there's a lot of female tortoises or whatever it is, torti. So it feels like (laughs) I know it like I'm It's torts. It's torts. In torts. Uh I know like in nursing homes it's like such a ratio of women to men that it's like if you're like an old guy in a nursing home, you're like a stud. And so maybe Diego always so shocking to me. Shocking to me how much time Scotty spends in nursing homes. Yeah. (laughs) Just he well, always coming back with new facts, too. <laughs> how easy it is to date. The pool's clean. <laughs> and this is, so he, so here's also the deal, so you guys know. Yeah. So 800 uh, sired babies is 40% of the total. The other turtle 
is responsible for the other 60%. So oh. there is just two male. And then there's a third turtle, third Uh-oh. male turtle, who Please. has done zero. Yep. He might not be I hate the same to team. Say, <laughs> I hate to say it, but he's a homosexual. He is. <laughs> there he, he is. is. That, that no, but turtle. this is actually a really good... This, 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 this whole... That's why, <laughs> this is why people... This is why uh, what's it called homophobia? That's what it is. Yeah. This is why homophobia exists because if you imagine us as turtles when we were just like endangered and like trying to get the come up after the dinosaurs got extinct, and it's like yes. let's do this, let's do this. That's obviously oh. why people were like, "Don't fuck the same gender." I know you're attracted to them. Mm. Don't do it. It's illegal because we need babies. Everybody knows oh, that, and I just wanted to make it clear to all the bananas listeners. Yeah, um, we still haven't decided what their names yet. So if you have an idea please let us know yeah but bananagrams never, bananagrams ba- bananagrams yeah somebody bananagrams. called it I like bananagrams. bandwagon i would have been i've been pitched the bandwagon i was ban- a fan of split heads but that you know maybe a little negative and then there's always primates because monkeys love bananas <laughs> but i don't think anybody likes primates the, peel he- the peel heads the peelers yeah. i like the peel heads yeah peel, peel, heads. peel sessions peelers is kind of cool but you know, was, yes. Peelers, just to go back to the word sire that I can't yeah. get off of, yep. I kind of, I think I like the word sire too. Like I made our Wolfie, I made Wolfie, I sired yes. him, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the sperm, but I sired him is like a good way of like, I chose the donor. I tossed the sperm into my wife. I mm-hmm. sired, I sired I my mean, son. You, you honestly did it well yourself too. Exactly. Which is Sabrina should maybe, <laughs> uh, if you feel comfortable, this is sort of a banana That's, story. I mean, yeah, you did yeah. sire your, your child. All right, let me pull up the story from my biography, which is in the works right now. It's on Wikipedia. Oh, if you're saving um, it for your uh, bestseller, that's no, fine no, 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 no. I'm just pulling it up. Um, okay. You know, that's what I'm always working on is just writing out my bio. Um, let me just control F jizz. I met, I met a donor. He was my surf instructor in Mexico, and I was mm-hmm. like. Uh, he was beautiful, and I said, "Oh, his skin was like mine. His face was gorgeous, like mine. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous <laughs> eyes, deep, deep soul eyes." Yes. Um, and basically, I asked him to be our donor, and then we did it all. We like flew back to Mexico on a business trip. Boom! How does he um, do it? <laughs> and and he came into a cup. I put. How did she do it? Yeah. Came into a cup. He did. Left the Airbnb. I put it in a syringe, put it in my armpit to keep it warm, ladies. Like keep a turkey warm. Sy- like a turkey syringe? Well, like- turkey, syri- turkey baster. You know what? Turkey baster is where I think I got the wrong idea of how much jizz comes out of a dick. Because a turkey baster, it's like big. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't but fill it up very much. Yeah, no, much. it would all go down to the bulb. Yeah. Uh, and so I put so little little syringe, needle without a needle, in the armpit. Without a needle. Made Shauna come real big, big, huge, huge, big orgasm. Uh, and then put very cool. Then put the jizz. I sired, sired the jizz into her body, and that was the day, the first time we did it. And that it, was the it, day we'll took it's baby. It took it's, baby. It's a miracle story. I love that story so much. It it's makes so me good. so happy. I love it too. You guys just did it. You guys just did it. We had we started from the bottom. Now we're here. 
And he's a beautiful boy. He is. It didn't even come out with little syringy arms. He's just a beauty. (laughs) He's a perfect little boy. But to make him pee, we do have to push down his top button. Fine. Me too. Me too. I've seen um, I've seen him do it. Yeah, I stopped wearing a beret for that. Exact but I think siring, like it's a good. That's a it. That's it, a perfect term. It's for a perfect it. term for that for being the the producer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, you know, you only have to do it eight hundred more, seven hundred ninety nine more times to compete. With, and I'll fucking uh, do with it, Diego. 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 <laughs> and also, I will. Just so you guys know, I'm going to post yes. it on the Instagram. Diego's neck. I never knew this about Galapagos turtles, but. Like the the head and t- neck of this turtle looks like a giant dick, so it is not surprising. <laughs> yeah. uh, like in a real way, like a yeah. very upsettingly s- real. Because it comes out the same way, and it kind of <sighs> like it's a little. It looks like a curved penis head. Don't you and think? With like a ball sack at the bottom where his neck is, it's very upsetting. And I apologize to anyone who's listening. Whichever uh, Lord like made us, it's really. I feel like it, we like all boil down to like five key shapes. Yes. Oh, 100%. I agree. There's like a pear shape. There's a round shape. There's a, there's a stick shape. And then there's the prints. There's like the different prints. Like if you look at like an amazing looking fish, it's like, oh, it's a leopard. It's yeah. like there's only a certain amount of printer ink and templates. Yeah. And, and when you look Lord's at an ostrich, printer. like an ostrich is like a chicken crossed with a giraffe. It's like, yeah, you got both of them. You put them together. Yeah. And a zebra is four dicks with uh, stripes. <laughs> yep. It's exactly right. That's exactly right. So just so you know, to finish this story off, what happened was he was in the San Diego Zoo for 30 (laughs) years doing all this boning, and now he gets to go back to the Galapagos. And they say his career fucking, his fucking career is not over. No. He might have a good 20 more years left in him to bone on the island in nature. Give it up for Diego. All right, Diego. Give it up for Diego. Saving and also, species. shout out to like whoever is tracking this, and and I wonder how much sex they're <laughs> yes. having. You know, yes, the person that's tracking how much fucking Diego's doing, and just you know, on Match dot com, being yes. like, oh, and how uh, disappointed uh, she meet is. Someone, with her Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, give me one. Okay, I got one. Uh, headline. Police called after Oklahoma neighbors battle with feces, guns, and a Roomba vacuum cleaner. Oh, man, this is a good one. So this is from our dude, K. Thor Jensen at Newsweek. And I really got to give a shout out, a shout out to uh, K. Thor Jensen because I think this is going to be a name we hear a lot on this podcast. He, he reports or she reports. <laughs> Maybe the yeah. K is. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's a man. Reports on some choice banana stories. So uh, can I pause you right there? You can. Uh, just to mention uh, that the story about the 100-year-old tortoise was in uh, the Huffington Post by Ed Mazza. I there forgot to give credit earlier, and Scott okay. giving credit reminded me. Go ahead, Scott. Can I, pause, can I pause both of you very quickly and just can yes. we imagine a world where mm-hmm. um, Ed Mazza or yes. Cynthia, whoever's actually getting the data on the turtles, yes. meets Kathor... Jensen. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. And let's just imagine that. And okay. you know, obviously and fucking sex it's like it sparks. It's like it, it's like immediate it's chemistry. There. They like the same type of reporting. Mm-hmm. It's a sparkle in their eyes. They can't deny it. You know, polyamory rocks. Uh I have a story about that for later too. Okay, so police called after <laughs> Oklahoma neighbors battle with feces guns and a Roomba vacuum cleaner. So there was this dispute 
between two neighbors that escalated to the point where one of them tried to smash down the fence, separating their property with a robot vacuum cleaner. <laughs> um, oh, John no. Stafford was taken into custody after a 12-hour standoff with neighbor David Baird that ended up with police using tear gas to force Stafford from his home. <laughs> so... According to Baird, Stafford became upset with him for an unknown reason and began attacking their shared fence with a Roomba vacuum in an attempt to bring it down. Now, I don't know. Certainly, there has to be something better around your house to start smashing a fence. <laughs> and those are expensive. They're no? expensive. Shit. And it's also like a just a disc. I can't even right. see why smashing with it would be the thing. you. I can see. I'm here. I can see a hundred things in just about my garage that are better for smashing. List them. List them all. List the best one. I mean, even your surfboard would be incredible. My skateboard. Yeah, my surfboard. This even chair. your hand seems like a better tool. <laughs> It seems like a better tool. Yeah. This so anyways, Stafford's going apeshit with a Roomba on a fence. I mean, it's so good. Baird goes inside his house, grabs a handgun, and tried to use it to dissuade his neighbor from doing any more damage. Classic oh. Native oh. America. Classic Oklahoma. Uh, Baird told the news station, I told him, if you break through the fence, I'm going to shoot you. He made his wife and kids stay inside as Stafford began throwing dog excrement in their yard from his driveway. Wait, I like that. Uh, Honey, keep the kids inside. I'm going to shoot our neighbor. Also, it's like a battering ram in a like a Lord of the Rings movie where he's like, it's not going to be the whole thing falls down. He had to slowly watch this guy chip away at, I'm assuming, a shitty aluminum fence. Yeah. Um, so Baird and his other neighbors are, are videotaped the incident. I haven't found the tape yet, but are uh, the video yet, but I'll put it up. And police eventually send a SWAT team to the neighborhood, complete with a bomb squad with an explosive retrieval robot. Stafford eventually went inside his house and called 911. He ends up calling 911 five times. So this is the guy attacking the fence, Stafford. So he can, when he contacted the dispatcher, Stafford told them that he, quote, wanted to report a douchebag. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then... <laughs> And they send a SWAT team? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, here it comes. Stafford told them, yes, I want. I wanted to report a douchebag and then spelled the word out when asked to speak like an adult. I love this guy. He then also douche told... Douchebag's yeah. tough to spell. I know. Especially a, in the yeah. heat of the moment. It asked me to spell yeah. anything in the heat of the moment. I'm just going to grunt and scream and faint. Um, <laughs> Wait, so you guys, are, you guys seem to be like um, on... This Roomba hitting man's side. So far. No. So far. No. Um, uh, no, I'm not I at all. Know. I don't like violence at all. And I think the, there's nothing worse than a bad neighbor. And there's nothing better than a great there's neighbor. So no, you know yeah. the side I'm on? I'm on the dog shit side. That dog shit got a ride of its life that day. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> it thought it was all used up and done for the day. Yeah, just <laughs> Um, so, yeah, he spells out douchebag when asked to speak like an adult, and then he also told the dispatcher he was going to, quote, run you guys into the ground. So there's this long standoff. They shoot tear gas canisters into his house. They finally oh get him God. out. He's getting processed. He has an upcoming trial. But this is a little... This is why K. Thor Jensen at Newsweek just goes the <laughs> extra mile for us. At the end of this article, this is these are the last two paragraphs. Um, he, t- he just doubles up on the, on the bananas. 
Robotic vacuums have been implicated in unexplained violence before. In 2015, the Daily Dot reported a 52-year-old South Korean woman was asleep on the floor when she woke up to discover that her automated cleaner had made its way over her head and began sucking in her hair. She was, oh, fuck. She was oh, my God, that to could extricate, totally happen. Yeah, I know. She was unable to extricate herself from the robot, so she called the fire department. They came to her home and managed to get her hair untangled without any further damage to her or her But her imagine machine. that for a hot second where you're like, all right, time to take my nap on the floor <laughs> start up my robot vacuum cleaner and then just take a nap they do have a mind of their own i do believe she probably didn't start it up but yeah it's because they're it. fucking nuts my oh, son some- actually when he was little we have a Roomba not to show off hey but he when he was little like i saw the Roomba come around the corner he was on it i mean obviously he pressed the button oh um, yeah he, was but he really riding on he it? He was really riding yes, on it. It was that's real, awesome. real cute. That's really cute. Uh, but yeah, what a nightmare. Your hair getting sucked in by the Roomba. Yeah, Ooh. you don't want This that. lady is the hardest sleeper so far of all these bananas <laughs> stories. Yeah. It, it definitely like ran up and bumped her head a yes. couple it's times. It's super fucking loud. Yeah, I think it, maybe she passed out. I think that sounds like more of a pass out kind of situation I, yeah i do like to imagine like it just going around her body repeated amount of times <laughs> like going up between her legs stopping turning 180 degrees going back under the sofa and then eventually it's like you know what fuck this shit um but that would be terrifying to wake up to that and uh terrifying to have your neighbor i mean if you looked outside and saw a grown man holding a roomba i'm assuming over his oh. head both hands right or discus, maybe he's spinning and just giving it the full. I think full. neighbors are terrifying. Na- yeah. Neighbors are terrifying. And when I first moved into the house that we lived in now, there was a neighbor next door to us that was literally like out of a sketch comedy nightmare book of like who you don't want next to you. Oh like it was the minute like we finished renovations and Shauna was like about to give birth and I was like this is our sanctuary and I stepped out onto the deck off of our bedroom <laughs> and I hear out of my left ear this squawking kind of like hey hon! Oh boy. And that was the beginning of her, whose name I will not speak. <clears throat> yeah. But she was, she, in the like one month that we crossed over, she asked to borrow $20. She asked to borrow yes. my phone. She asked me if I had any booze in the house. And it's like, yes. I can't get Perfect. away from you. And the whole <laughs> dance with these people is like, you have to be like, I'm your friend. I know the yes. world's got you down, but I'm your friend. I just, have some boundaries that I'm hoping yes. to keep. Up. Oh no! There, there they go. Okay, well, there's my phone, and there goes my phone. Yeah, and those people are everywhere. The, the people, the the person you just described, every city, every town, doesn't matter how big or small. That is a type, and they're everywhere. And yes. it's just like you just avoid them, and then when you move to a place, like I'm glad it was only a month overlap for you. But it's like when you don't have that, you almost your neighbors become almost saintly friends so fast. We're like, can you watch our mail while we're at the beach? You're like, absolutely. I'll do anything. Yeah. Just don't move. Yes. I need you to stay. Don't put. be crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, we're so lucky. Cause she would, she was also like, you know, a week or two into this, it was the best. I think I, I believe that Wolfie, our son is like magic and he needed to, he like cleansed the energy of her before he came Good. out. Cause she moved like literally right after he was born or right before he was born. But, um, she, 
uh, she was get the day she told me that she was getting kicked out. She was like, "Can you can you believe they're trying to get me out of here? They will not. They will not get me out of here." And I was like, oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> I, oh, "I hope boy. you're wrong." <laughs> but you have to be like, "I'm on your side." <laughs> there should almost be like an yes. agency or something that vets, like because buying a house it's a huge you know investment would you not pay like a couple thousand dollars to have someone like give you information about who's next door have like yes. some some like secretly recorded conversations <laughs> secretly recording I, I like how you jump immediately to illegal activity in it. <laughs> is that illegal it's not like a photograph of the house but it's an illegally recorded conversation no just like get you can tell you could tell by like a sample of a three minute conversation whether yeah, you pro- whether the person's exactly. fucking nuts a private dick you're talking you're getting some private dick action up in there right or just neighborhood consensus on like a rental or, or um, like a homeowner app where it was like i mean honestly it this does exist next door exists next door is the worst thing i've ever downloaded in my life uh and now yet, i realize that i do everyone, pop it open every night every day it's the funniest <laughs> yeah. thing it now is that, fascinating it's like the onion it's the greatest thing ever yes. sometimes i'll just do full screen grabs because it'll be 15 of my immediate neighbors who live in walking distance of my house reporting the craziest shit i can ever ever one day kurt we should do a bananas episode where we read you our totally actual should. next neighbors my next most doors. bananas next door plot line that i'm following is a lady we'll that clearly gave clearly gave yeah i'll come back for next door she gave away her dog she even states it in her first posting about this <laughs> but then she's mad at the woman who took her dog and she wants the dog to be in a fucking shelter so she's like <laughs> posting pictures of this sweet lady that adopted her dog oh, no. and she's like now i can't find the lady she moved and my dog oh. it's my i should decide where she goes oh boy oh, oh boy. wow i feel oh, great I'm, I'm happy for that dog kurt you want to take a quick break yeah, let's take a break. I refuse. We'll, we'll be right back with a little more bananas. back are you guys ready for another story we I'm, are i'm saying i need another story i'm <laughs> saying i'm craving yeah. another story Sabrina's oh ready. hell yeah this is a story that was brought to us by the wonderful and the mm. fantastic libby freeman thank you for mm. sending it in thank you libby yes, freeman libby. a queen yeah, come on we love this libby. podcast is going to be like the the talk of town for like small time news reporters. Yes, please. <laughs> Have you been bananas? Um, this is uh, from CNN, of mm. course, by Allah Alasar, okay. uh, our favorite. Okay. This is um, <clears throat> the title here is A Man who wore a watermelon on his head while stealing from a convenience store <laughs> has been arrested. Oh, I like God. it. Going green. <laughs> okay. And What's interesting is that, so one of them has been arrested, but in the photo, there's two of them. Okay. And it is just a really well done, it's a big watermelon, obviously yes. big enough to fit your head. Okay. Uh, and it really does kind of come down all the way over his head uh, and just two, 
<laughs> just two <laughs> eye holes, no no hole for the mouth. Okay. Um, and CNN says a pair of melon heads, yes, actual people with watermelons on their heads, caused quite a stir after they used watermelons <laughs> as face masks to oh, yeah. allegedly steal from a convenience store in a small Virginia town. Thank you, Virginia. Yes. Uh, here's some details. Uh, and a question. The duo pulled up in a lifted 2006 black Toyota Tacoma pickup truck and entered a Sheets store in Lu- in Louisa on May 5th while wearing carved out watermelons with holes cut out for their eyes, according Wait, to the Louisa store? Police Department. Sheets, yeah. Have you ever been to a Sheets? Oh, no. Sheets. Like a, that's like oh. a gas station oh. chain. Oh, okay. Sheets I thought like... A place TV. that sells sheets. No, sheets. It's like, it almost sounds like shits. It's Got sheets it. with a Z. And it East is. Coast. You've never been to sheets. Oh, my God. It is. See, I grew up in New Jersey. And we had Wawa. And mm-hmm. it is the closest I can find outside of like the the tri-state area that yes. is a Wawa. It's essentially like a gas station and also a, a sandwich shop and also uh, like a social center and also a grocery store. It is like a huge gas station, and it's really wonderful. I, they got great sandwiches. They um, do, and they spell almost everything. Sheets is uh, S-H-E-E-T-Z, and they end everything with a Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they lean into the sheets, so I respect they them. All right, I'm I like them. Fan of sheets, yeah. You get into it. Uh, the, here's the frustrating <laughs> thing about this CNN article is it does not say okay. how they found out who these people are. It was a 20 year old suspect. Sure. Uh, of course, they were uh, <laughs> they were stealing just some booze. Yes. Uh, that is it. They just popped a watermelon on their head and went to Sheets and stole some liquor. Yeah. Uh, so first thought, so first thought cartoonish of just like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> you think My... that thing fits on your head? <laughs> I want, I, I need some, I want some tequila. <laughs> One Boom. of my, uh, I also think you should be rewarded a little bit for the quality of your disguise if it's like a minor crime. Like if you steal beer from a sheet <laughs> yes, and you're wearing a watermelon yes. on your head, you go, okay, so you stole beer, so that's like three years in jail. But the watermelon is so, and I'm guessing it was vertical watermelon, not horizontal. I would have gone horizontal. Very funny. Of course. Um, <laughs> Agreed. I mean, it's funnier, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, but then they should have been like, but that is really funny, and nobody got hurt, so we're going to give you six months. Um, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, but also yeah what's the six months is like, watermelon class. Yeah. Probably if you want to get away with a crime, you probably don't want your disguise to be so fascinating and noticeable. <laughs> and cumbersome. <laughs> and I cumbersome. mean, you got to know that, did he get away? They he got away, and then they got he, away, and then one of because them was arrested. Because how if you when you're walking away, like mm. in that movie scene that you're like slow mo walking yes. out, if we fucking yeah. got yes. the tequila, you know you're taking that fucking thing off and smashing it. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah, that's the best part. Then how do they, how can they prove it? It's like where's the watermelon? Where's if the I, fucking? Wa- that, how would I put those pieces on my head, ma'am? Uh, sir, we bet. never mentioned they were wearing watermelons. Oh <gasps> shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a buddy, and he grew up on near Cape Cod. And he, when he was underage, he was going out with friends that were old enough to drink at all the bars. So he had one of the greatest decisions um, I've ever heard, which was he took uh, his uh, an idea of somebody else that wasn't him, and he took a piece of 
paper bag and cut a small paper bag with eye holes and glued it to the license over the face and then took a paper bag and cut holes out of it and went to the bars wearing a paper bag over his head with an ID of a paper bag headed guy that wasn't him and they let him into every single bar on the case because they appreciated (laughs) it. It's so genius. I heard that when I was Wait, they just were so charmed by it? Yeah, they were like, it's so funny. And then he like he was with a group of people that were of age, and I think he was nineteen, and he had an idea of somebody who was like twenty five that he didn't look like. So instead, he just wore a paper bag mask and put a miniature paper bag mask on his ID, and they were like, "Come on in." <laughs> I would. My fake ID was to try pretty bad too. I would give it to but us, all, but I was like, you know, like sort of. At the age where I was sneaking into bars, I was so str- it was such a strange combination of like confused sexuality, fat, like just like I knew I was butch and I knew that I wanted to be wearing my brother's hand-me-down still, but yeah. I also knew that like if I was gonna make a life for myself, I gotta put hoops on, and I like. <laughs> I just looked fucking weird to begin with. And then just like someone in drag that doesn't want to be in drag, that doesn't suit drag at all. And then, <laughs> and all my friends were like these babe, young, hottie, cutie, uh-huh. like the, the, the popular girls. So they would like go first purposely because my ID was some person in our high school <laughs> sister that was like in her thirties and white. And completely <laughs> different looking than me. Sure. <laughs> but I was just, I was kind of like, you know, the banana that came with a bunch. That's good. <laughs> it was like, you know, if you want these fucking young hot things, you got to take this bruised banana. <laughs> the best. Oh my God, that's so funny. I remember mine was my brother-in-law's, Brian's. It was just his... <laughs> It was just his NRA card and a credit card. Whoa. <laughs> but his NRA card had like a picture of him on it. And so I would use try and use those to get in. And they uh, they worked once. And then really? I got them confiscated. They, yeah, because yeah, it can go two once. ways. It could be sort of like, ooh, he's got a gun. We got to yeah. let him in. Or it could be like, bitch, you don't have a gun. <laughs> You're, You're also 15. Not 40. Yeah. <laughs> It's also like all the person really, it just depends on the place in the state. I hate the places where it's like, once they started scanning the magnetic code, it was all over. That like, it, <laughs> the, the art of fake IDs, I feel like is dead. Oh, right. It's all over now, isn't it? Unless you have access to the actual magnetic strips. But uh, that's when the opioids really took off. The minute that machine was made, yeah, Kurt, it was yeah, like Kurt used to talk about that. That people like identity theft and stuff like that. Like people that were on meth used to like take time meth. to retape credit cards that were in shredders, and they would like put them back together because they were just so crystalled out. They were like, "Let's go for it." Just and, thousands of hours of like wanting to do small small tasks is just going through trash and like reassembling shredded documents. Sounds like yeah. you're talking about my wife. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Bing 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 bing. We need a air horn sound effect. Oh um, man, I, I can't believe I don't even have one. Do you want? Do you want a story, you guys? Yeah, I do. Desperately. Okay, good. Uh, this one's from the New York Post. Airbnb renter returns to a quote overweight orgy. <laughs> this is uh, by Frank Rosario, C.J. Sullivan, and Joe Tacapino. Um, and you know Rosario you Dawson's brother. Yep. And nobody's saying it. <laughs> Gotta ask yourself why. <laughs> um, Everyone so, knows the most famous person in your family. You take their first name as your last name, and it's a curse that you bear. This 
first sentence you two, I bet, respond to a couple of the words uh, because they don't quite connect, but we're going to go with it. A comedian under the impression he had rented out his posh Chelsea pad, already suspect, to a man with a family (laughs) in town for a wedding, returned home to a wild orgy. Uh, Ari, this uh, comedian, claimed he left his apartment keys with a a guy named David on a Friday night and stepped out to dinner before leaving town. When he returned to his building to grab his luggage, a rowdy sex uh, party featuring, quote, big, beautiful women, end quote, was in process of being shut down by the building management. This was so bizarre, says Ari, who had rented the apartment via Airbnb. Uh, (laughs) There were all sorts of people walking in and out of my apartment, people coming in from the backyard. It was a huge mess. He says the apartment was trashed by a group of nearly nude, overweight people. After the shindig was broken up, Carvis was a, uh, uh, excuse me, Ari was a nervous wreck in the lobby. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> a nervous wreck. What nervous wreck? What is? So, why won't they lose I weight? So, I have so many questions yeah. about Ari. Yeah. Well, my the, my yeah, go 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 go. First, what comedian there it is. is living in a posh Chelsea there. apartment? It, it is yes. so it is. expensive in Chelsea. Yes. All right. Great detective work. Second question. Why the fuck is he coming back mm-hmm. after he rented his apartment out? You creepy weirdo. You I rent agree. your apartment out. You don't come back, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, and man. Three, why you got to call him overweight? They're just people fucking in your apartment. That That's should be it. the more shocking also, thing. Also, is it illegal to have sex with lots of people? Because Thank put you. me in jail. That's what yeah. I do. Thank you. <laughs> And third of all, third of all, why is my internal first reaction, well, that should be great material when I hate when people say that to me. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, Ari. Now you got another five fucking minutes. There you go. You you actually just named the three things at that first sentence. So this is great. Um, So David, the renter David, this is when it gets so fun. It's already pretty fun. Uh, David claimed... This is the renter that he had just a small, quiet get together and that Ari was overreacting. Quote, I had six people, friends and family, uh, David told (laughs) the post. Friends and family. He is making a big to do because he's being evicted. This is my brother, this is my sister, and that's my friends. <laughs> so, yeah, those two over there, smoking Hogan's, those are my brother. Um, so, David posted on Airbnb. And the sixth person is a Galapagos turtle who's literally <laughs> changing the world. That's Uncle Diego. Um, so, so Ari... Um, Ari rented it because David said, I want, I need a place for my in-laws to stay while they're in town for a wedding. Very believable lie. Uh, he yes. had a verified account. He seemed legit, Ari says. He had three positive reviews. Not a ton, but enough. So I proved the deal. So this is the, this is the best part of the whole thing. So David's denying it. Ari's saying it happened. So Ari later searched Carter's phone number on the internet and found... Uh, th- found the raunchy soiree involving plus-size women. The Post can't stop getting over that these are larger women. Advertised online as, quote, turn it up part two, the panty raid. One person <laughs> even blasted out David 7th <laughs> Avenue of Est in a tweet, or Ari 7th. <laughs> so this one person that's showing up to Ari's 7th Avenue address tweets, triple X freak fest. This is going to be so good. Uh, he denies having anything to do with the ad. 
And um, the professional comedian calls the police. No charges were filed. And he now claims he wants to move. I just don't want to touch anything in there, he said. This guy, uh, I threw, I just threw sheets all over everything. Yeah, uh, he would have been way better off if he didn't um, incorporate the weight. But it is, I mean, once you Google the thing and then they're, were they advertising it as like, you must be this big to be fucking me. He said it was, yeah, the raunchy invite said plus size women turned then it I apart get, he to got, the panty yeah. road. He got a right, little right. hoodwinked. Um, but then, you know, to David's credit, he takes the most New York excuse ever. Quote, I was not arrested. Therefore, I did nothing wrong. It's a good way to live. Um, <laughs> I, I once had a guy, I once had an Airbnb guy try and come back. I've had multiple Airbnb people try and come back on me yes. while I was staying at their place. It, no. One was, yes. But, uh, t- and one was in Paris. I was there with my then girlfriend. He meets us to give us the keys at like a bar. Sure. And uh, he's like, let's have a drink. And like, I, I'm like, I get it. He wants to make sure we're cool. Not creeps. Going to stay in his place. He grabs my girlfriend's hand and looks her in the eye and goes, you have the most beautiful blue eyes. Wow. And then he looks at me and goes, I can say that I'm French. And I was like, well, can you? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, <that you> <laughs> uh, and then like leaves us there and we just got a kind of creepy vibe. And then he leaves. We're back at his place hanging out. And like maybe an hour after he left, he's like, my train got canceled. I'm going to come back to the apartment and stay with you this weekend. What? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh-huh. And we said, no, you can't. And he said, well, I just need to pick some stuff up. And they said, well, we're leaving. He said, like, oh don't leave. God. I'll be right there. And we just left. And we never went back. <laughs> you got full <laughs> refund? Uh-huh. Yep. You checked that into a sexy time. hotel? Second time. Second mm. time somebody mm. tried to come mm. back mm. on me and I got a refund. No thanks. Oh, yeah. No thanks. It's those yeah. sexy blue eyes you carry with you jk it's not about your wife it's about your girlfriend and that person is gone and dead to me gone that happens a lot i think there are a lot of stories that pop up when i'm looking for some of these banana stories that are there are a lot about like somebody squatting and like an airbnb person you come back and they won't leave that that seems to be like a really common one too is (laughs) you just come back and somebody's just like nah it's mine this is my place now I live here now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, this is this is me. Uh, I don't. The, I haven't been arrested, now. so I don't understand why this is not the right move. <laughs> and then my friend Samir uh, rented one in New Orleans that he's. We'll have to have him on sometime to tell the story. But he swears it was. It's a haunted house, and he didn't believe any of that stuff before. Neither did his wife. He felt he was getting choked. All this stuff, and that those Airbnb owners didn't leave. They were supposed to leave, but they're like, "We'll just be upstairs. Don't worry. It's like such a big house. Like you won't even know we're here." And then in the morning, they were like, "Did anything weird happen to you?" And they were like, "And he was like, actually, yes. Like I felt like somebody was choking me and blah blah." blah. And they're like, "The the renters look at each other and they're like." Yeah, that room's haunted. That happens to everybody that stays there. We <laughs> what a psycho advertise. couple. Yeah, I know. And they're like, we used to advertise it, but now we don't. But the full story <laughs> is Would it like have so changed screwed. your decision to stay here? <laughs> it might that there's a standard choking. Standard ghost choking. <laughs> I love New Orleans so much. I love New Orleans. That's where Sabrina and I met was in New Orleans. Yeah. We had yeah. A good night. That was a good time. We hung out. We hung out all night. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, New, um, it, New Orleans has a lot of layers to it because the emphasis is like, get loose, have fun, live your life. But also everything's haunted. 
Yes. <laughs> and like you can always tell, and this is this is no shots fired, but you can always tell when it's somebody's first time to New to New Orleans because their Instagram pics are always the haunted rental apartment signs. It's always like haunted and that that's like number one. And then yep. when they come back they're like, I really think I could live there. And it's a <laughs> it's an awesome place. But then when you go and you live there for like a month or two, like when I was shooting a TV show down there, you do start to go like I need to get out of this. I'm all salt and alcohol at this point. And, yeah. Uh, and can I be completely shots fired and a little bit can? honest about that orange type, that orange tin of coffee that they sell at the beignet place? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Please. Cafe du Monde. I don't Cafe think Dumont. it's good. Nah. It's I think Cafe style. Bustello coming in the same shape, <laughs> way cheaper. Yeah. Same quality, better. It's just like it's kind of like muddy coffee. Yes. And then yes. can I be honest about another thing? Yeah, Give let it, it rip. Us. Beignets? Beignets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth the calories. Woo. <laughs> okay. I got, now, I'm drawing the line there. I'm going to say gonna beignets get, are pretty good. God, yes. I hope I don't get murdered when this gets released. <laughs> no, no, no. You'll be People fine. People will complain about that. Just unrelated. That was just an unrelated it. wish, desire. <laughs> um, are you guys ready for it? Please. Mm-hmm. Is it me or you? Who's up? Me. Right? You just finished an Airbnb story, didn't you? I did. Yeah. All right. A Tokyo aquarium is making an emergency plea for people to FaceTime its eels so they don't get too shy. Okay. (laughs) Emergency. Are you interested? Yes. Yes. You guys are interested on that one? Yes. Yes. As long as they play Poor Unfortunate Soul from... uh, from Little Mermaid. And this comes to us from Lieutenant Dan Ice Cream. Thank you, Lieutenant Dan Ice Cream. Uh, I don't uh, think that's a trusted news source. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my neighbor. That is our listener who sent it in. Uh, this is in Business Insider by Mary oh, okay. Meisenshaw. Good enough. Love you, Mary. Love you, Mary. Uh, keep writing about it. The Sumida Aquarium in Tokyo has been closed since March 1st due to sure. the coronavirus pandemic. Keepers at the aquarium are asking people to FaceTime with the eels so they don't forget about having human visitors and become too shy. Oh. They have set up, they have set up five tablets along the tank where collars will be displayed between oh. May 3rd and May 5th. Uh, and the thing is about these is that they're normally like normally terrified of human beings but just because they're so constantly used to yeah, sure. people coming up there they're very cute uh-huh. uh they're tiny little worm they're very eels. cute <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they are is it like as far as a so a people just facetime into them in a hole what people just facetime in to like say hi to them. i mean when the mu- when the thing opens back up the eels are going to be like why aren't any of these people jerking off like the screen people <laughs> Why aren't they why wiggling aren't they their just, tiny eels? <laughs> why aren't they just tiny heads and little eels? <laughs> uh, it is a very funny image of all of these people's faces on iPads just looking at these. Because these eels are cute. Um, and the thing is, is the reason that they're doing this is because the uh, the eels need to, the, the zookeepers need to be able to come and check on the eels to make sure they're safe. Yes. And when they don't have humans around, they mm. get spooked by having a human all of a sudden show up. So they can't check on them. Uh, so they need to do this so that they're just, you know, they're used to being constantly stared at, <laughs> which is very Ugh. strange. Uh, I wonder if eels, if eels like have an exterior, because to me, immediately I think of like Ursula, Ariel, Little Mermaid villains. 
Right. I wonder, I mean, this story makes completely shatters that image and makes me think like, oh, cuties want human connection, want to be seen. Yeah, I think you only Probably. see like that moray eel is like the classic eel. Yeah. And it's always just doing that thing with its mouth where it seems threatening, but that's actually just the way it breathes. It's just how it smiles. It's just like... Yeah, it is. <laughs> They're pretty creepy. They're pretty bizarre animals, but... Uh, I don't I, know. I'm telling you, these, these I uh, wish aquarium I could meals... We, you can. I know, it's all over. Oh, it's May 3rd to May 5th. But if, but uh, if the lockdown continues, there's no doubt I'm going to FaceTime eels. It's going to be, it's going to make my whole day. Honestly, I'm going to FaceTime the shit out of some eels, man. You Me know, too. Baltimore, yeah, all three of us. Baltimore, uh, where I'm from, or I'm from Reisterstown, actually. But Maryland has a great aquarium. We're kind of famous for having one of the best national aquariums, and it they're. Is. And one of the things they do in the spring is they have a lot of proms there because there's this outdoor sort of rental area. They put up tents, and then usually the private schools and the, the like the smaller schools they'll have a prom there. So uh, this is the best. So I went with this hut uh, to high school with this kid. I'll just say I don't know what happened to him, so I'll just say his first name. His name's Jason, and he was underage trying to get into a bar in Baltimore near the aquarium, and he gives inner a, harbor baby inner harbor life, and I can't remember. Cancun Cantina comes to mind, but I don't know if that's where it was. So he he gets up to line with a fake ID, trying to get in with an older woman he was dating. He was like one of those high school paper kids. Paper bag on like, head, paper bag on ID. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. There's a theme. It's about uh, all my friends are scumbags. So, um, so he's dating an older woman. He's one of those guys in high school that's dating like a 25 or 26-year-old woman. And he tries to get in. And the guy working the door is an off-duty cop who takes it and is like, this is a fake ID. You're under arrest. And instead of going like, shit, uh, Jason takes off running. Yes. He Honestly, getting, I really, yes. I feel, that's the move I choose. I would have choose, yes, me too. The cop like signals his buddies that are like officers that are in their uniforms and they give chase. Uh, he runs full speed to the inner harbor, dives in, swims <laughs> around the aquarium. No, no. no. <laughs> Gets away because, but what? the best is when he climbed out, it was on the opposite side of the aquarium, opposite of where a prom was happening. And he said prom <laughs> kids were cheering for him as he climbed out of the harbor over near, I don't even know what that would be called, like over kind of near Fells Point area now. And like just gets out and runs away and he got away with it 100%. But he had to swim like, I don't know, a quarter of a mile or something. Like, And like, also <laughs> that, and at that time too... I'm assuming like this is somewhere in the mid nineties, late nineties. This was nineteen ninety-nine. Oh my god, the inner harbor was so disgusting at that time. <laughs> yes. They used to have little like just boats that would crawl around and just scoop trash out of it because oh, yeah. it was like fifty percent trash at that oh, yeah. time. And oh man. It's like when I just thinking about that right now, it's like we didn't have cell phones back then. So you just kind of like dove in. Like you just had your keys in your wallet and you're like, I'm out of here. And then he was just big enough nut that he just swam for safety around, around a junior senior prom and then just got away with it. So I feel like um, maybe this is a good idea. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Please. give it to us. A new gym called Give Chase. Mm-hmm. You become a member. Mm. And you pay a monthly fee, oh and 
<laughs> and you know, <laughs> at any time, this is for people that don't like working out. Okay, they need to be jolted into it. <laughs> at any time, you someone pretends to start arresting you, and they just chase you for about you know three miles, however many calories you wa- yeah. you agreed to want to burn. Yes, nothing could ever go wrong. <laughs> nothing could go wrong with this. <laughs> this could be when it first starts. Gets- when it first starts, they know you're not going to run very far, so they yeah. have like, things that they have to stop to do. Yes. Like every yeah. once in a while, they'll start walking, so then you can walk for a little while. <laughs> yes. A missing relative, a relative goes missing, and the cops come to your door, and you just run out the back door and run away for two hours. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, I like it in a perfect world. What a workout. Yeah. What All of my ideas work in a perfect world, and that's why I'm kind of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idealist till the end. That's so funny. Well, I'll FaceTime those eels. I say if it comes back up, we'll uh, we'll post on Instagram, and we encourage everybody to please just just say hi to those eels in Japan. Oh hell yeah, Sabrina! Where did do it where... on the pod? Call it banana eel. Ooh, oh. call it. Well, man, it rolls right off the tongue and sounds yeah. good too. I mean, mm. use well, that it's like name. banana peel. I get what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, where did you have your prom? Did you have a prom? Oh did god, you go to prom. Where yeah. was it held? So I was a couple years into stand up by the time prom hit, and stand up started stand up. I started school. I started stand up at sixteen. So by the time I was eighteen, I had found you know the crazy neighbor equivalent of a production company and pitched to them that they would come to prom with me, thereby skirting the fact that I was gay again. You know they were they were my beardy hoop earrings. Yes. Uh-huh. And and so they came with me to prom. So I had like a camera crew come to my prom <laughs> with me. Um, and again, I was trying with this like low cut, like it was, it, you know, when you, you're, when you are trying to avoid something, so then you just end up stepping in it in the weirdest ways. Like yeah. the dress that I wore was like this, remember the one that JLo wear where it goes like all the way down to your bed, the cleavage <laughs> goes to your I belly button. Yeah. I was yeah. like, if I go with the outline she wore, I'll be straight in no time. <laughs> so I put this <laughs> long gown on and then these high ass shoes that were off sure. my feet within five minutes of the prom within five minutes of the prom i'd like tied a knot on the dress made it like a, a weird tube top was wearing like underwear as shorts and there was barefoot uh, was I, it time. was at some banquet hall where was it Wait, what some city? banquet in toronto oh toronto that's yes 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 uh, all right scotty got our last story last story and uh, gosh i was i was gonna say i'll, I'll keep it short um but that's just so cruel world's shortest man regains crown after previous guinness record holder guinness record holder dies oh yeah oh yeah saw this one this is from uh, uh lewis or luis cassiano fox news Fox News. I got a lot of good, weird news. How yep. short is he? Give it to us. Great question. So the world's shortest living man regained Guinness World Records honor this week after the previous record holder died. Colombian Edward Nino Hernandez, 34 years old, was presented with an official certificate. Who doesn't love a certificate? On Wednesday in the capital of Bogota, alongside his family and orthopedist. Of course, I only travel with orthopedists. <laughs> he stands two feet, four inches tall, indicating a growth spurt. He was measured at two feet, three inches tall when he claimed the record in 2010. So the person he stole it, uh, the gentleman he stole it from, which looks like 
Kangendra Thapa Magar of Nepal previously held this record at two feet two inches tall. Uh, he suddenly and tragically died in January, again making Hernandez the shortest living man. See, it gets sad, but then it, the reason we're ending on this one is because Hernandez knows how to bring it home. Hernandez, who celebrated his birthday, was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, a condition in which the thyroid glands don't produce enough crucial ho- hormones. And uh, two, day, uh, two decades after uh, he was diagnosed, he stopped growing at age four. So uh, here's the quote when receiving the certificate from Edward Hernandez. Quote, I use my smile to conquer the world. I always share my big smile with everyone. That's my charm, he says. I can achieve everything I set my mind to. Everything is possible. Size and height don't matter. I want people to meet me who I truly am. Small in size, but big in heart. Uh, I mean, come I on. I love that man. I love him. I, I love hate him. him. <laughs> Guinness, Guinness record You know, as a woman whose man. ideas only work in a perfect world, it's just like, nice attitude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but it really, no, that does show you, it, it is, it reminds me, this is, uh, any room for a sincere story? Please. Yes, please. Are you sure? Yes. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Well, we I feel it. like like a, 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 a life moment for realization for me was when I went to Vietnam and I did some charity work with my friends. Parents ran a charity called the gifts foundation. They still run it and they, they collect, you know, mm-hmm. money throughout the year. And then one at one point in the year, they go out with like suitcases full of all the stuff that these people in the villages like are dying for is just like toothpaste and rice and pajamas. Sure. And, and we got to be the Oprah's of the charity and hand out the packages. Yeah. And it was so profound, this feeling of like, you know, that, that these people in the line were similar, like their attitudes and their happiness mm-hmm. probably skewed happier than people that I knew in the city. Like sure. that, that it's all about what their, your attitude and kind of, and a lot of that is the nature of it, the nurture and the nature, all of that, you know, assembles you with this outlook of whether this guy who's two feet tall is yeah. like, yeah, everything's fucking great. And yeah. you know, My meanwhile, is big. Yeah, and th- and how many dudes do you know that are like f- five foot what that are bombing countries because of it? I know six. Okay, yeah. and that's just and <laughs> that's just counting that. offhand. <laughs> you should not say that on this podcast. No, we I will should bleep not. that out. <laughs> but that's true. And this has never been a better time to just go out and do as many nice things as possible. To write postcards to your friends. Yeah. To donate. And- there was this. Oh, the, I forgot the the one um, example that was like that is like you know in, embedded in my mind is that because of Agent Orange, there's a lot of birth defects. And this one girl, she was in line for her. her she had a grandparents that were blind. Her parents were mm-hmm. dead. She had an, a leg that had was twisted around corkscrew style with her the top of the foot on the bottom but her her smile and her face and how grateful she was for this like rice was incredible like you you the the, like soul that that emanated from her was like oh this is the luckiest girl in the world yeah you know it's it's just a good thing to keep in mind especially now because everybody's like biting at the at the bit for being in your house for two months going on it's just like guys it is just a matter of perspective this sucks but it'll be over it'll be over you just have to remember that and just agree have mm-hmm. the like, be the smallest man and have the biggest smile. That's right. That's right. Sabrina, I love that. 
Thank you for being such a wonderful guest. Anything you want to uh, plug? I want to plug that I'm tiny and I've got a good attitude about it. Okay? <laughs> yeah! I've been That's chatting with these right. tall guys, and did I let them take over the pod? No. Oh, I, no. I hung with them. I played with them. <laughs> I secured, dominated it. I secured an invite back for <laughs> yeah. the Next Door special. <laughs> okay? You really did. Um, I'd like to just plug the idea of siring. Sire your future. Sire your Sire future. Your future. If you heard it here first, you'll probably never hear that again, but that's what we're all about. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Sabrina me Jalice. on a positive Instagram. attitude. That's right. Bananas. Well, bananas. bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme song by Kehan Amadi. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. So please follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post so many more stories and make it here. And you can share with us your strange news story by DMing us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast. So listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bananas. <laughs>